Hi, my name is Laura Dubriel, and I'm doing this podcast because there's not enough information out there in regards to interstitial cystitis. I consider myself a warrior of this disease. I, I want to just give you a little bit of history of why I consider myself a warrior with interstitial cystitis. Um, I had a bladder sling, sling procedure back in 2005. Things are going well. Um, and then I was diagnosed with IC in 2009. Prior to this, I had many UTIs, which now make me wonder if they really were UTIs or it was my interstitial cystitis kicking in. The reason I say this is because often I would call my doctor and rather than seeing me in the office, he would just prescribe an antibiotic over the phone. And then I'd be fine for a little while. And then I want to say two weeks later, I would have the same symptoms. So instead of looking into things, he would just give me a different antibiotic. As it turns out, um, I went through many different urologists. um, And I really never found the right one. Um, the, The first urologist who considered himself a guru of IC was big into um, doing all the drugs. Um, I did a bout with Elmeron. Elmeron gave me terrible side effects. Every side effect that they say you can get, I got, except for the hair falling out. Um, It really screwed up my intestines and I was constantly sitting on the toilet taking that drug. I also did hydroxyzine that dried my mouth out and gave me, I was dizzy on that one. I was on pentosin sulfate at one point. I was on amitriptyline. All these drugs really didn't help me. One of the only one that did help was amitriptyline, which I was on for six months. And then I don't know if my body got used to it and it didn't prevent anything anymore, but all my symptoms came back. So I just took myself off of that. Um, I don't know what they do now to determine if you have IC or not, but back in 2009, they did what is called a potassium sensitivity test. And what they do is they lay you on a table and they inject the potassium into your bladder, which if you have IC, sends you into a flare like you have never had in your life. I mean, a flare with IC is bad enough. This is like 10 times the normal flare you would get with IC. So what they do, and that's to determine that you definitely have IC. They no longer can do this test because how bad you feel when you have this test done if you have IC. So what they do after that is they give you some kind of medicine in your bladder to relieve you from the major flare that they just brought on you by injecting you with the potassium. And that was how I was determined that I had IC. Um, Very painful and been dealing with IC since 2009. So we will be going on 10 years with this beast. I say beast because it is a beast. There's no cure for it. It's very discouraging. I've had so many so many things done to me. I had three hydrodistensions, which only made matters worse. I had, let's see, 
what I've been doing for the last three years is I've been getting Botox injections every six months. Those were going well up until July when they no longer work for me. I had a hysterectomy and while she was down there, she injected the Botox. And this time I didn't feel any different. I had retention issues for a few weeks after that. And I also found out that Botox really isn't good for you to keep doing that. Um, so I just decided and took it upon myself to, to no longer do the Botox injections. And it's kind of a problematic because they're only good for six months. Sometimes they, they wear off before the six months. And the way my doctor d did it is you have to go into the hospital and it's a surg surgical procedure. So I can't keep taking that kind of time off from work. Oh yes, and I also work a 40 hour job. Travel with my job um, is a very stressful job. So having stress also adds to your IC diagnosis. Um, the reason I did this blog also is because Unless you have IC, nobody really walks in your shoes or knows what you go through. And I just wanted to make others feel that they're not alone in this because often I feel like I'm alone. I mean, I could be having a great day and then the next day I have a flare and I don't say anything to anybody. Looking at me, I look like a normal person, but inside I feel like glasses inside me is burning, I, I pee fire. It's just totally uncomfortable. It's like a constant UTI that just never goes away. It's, it's just, it can get you into depression. So I thought by, by doing these podcasts, maybe I can help others out. And it's good, to, it's good to talk out things that bother you. And it's good to talk about things that other people who maybe have this can relate to. Um, for instance, I mean, I could be invited to a party, but if I'm in a flare, it's very hard to enjoy yourself at a party when you know you're going to be in the bathroom a lot and you know that you're uncomfortable to begin with. So you wouldn't even think of drinking at a party or you, you're just super cautious. So it's hard to have to loosen up and have a good time amongst friends. And sometimes even amongst family members, if I get invited to something, I just feel that I just can't be comfortable because I'm not in my own house. I'm not in my own bathroom. It's just a constant, constant problem that just never goes away. So, I mean, dealing with this issue is really frustrating and it's very hard to work a full-time job, um, but I have no choice. I need the money for my family. My husband works, but we have a son in college and and money's tight, so you have to do what you have to do. Um, almost all my vacation time each year is spent by having a surgical procedure or just because of my IC. I only get so many days off, and usually it's vacation time I have to use because of my IC. So that in itself is frustrating because I feel like I can never enjoy time with my husband. We have a camper. We never really get to go, go places with it because my vacation time is always wasted with my interstitial cystitis bouts. Um, it's, it's just really frustrating. Um, good things that have happened is that I, I did join a lot of um, Facebook um, friends that have different um, sites 
and I do get to vent, and I do try and um, talk to other people that have this. I find that that's very helpful. Um, you know, when I talk to people, some things that they do, I know some people have um, like an interstim put into their body to try and um, serve sig- send signals to their body so that they don't feel the pain. I don't know if that works for some people, but what I've been reading on different blogs is that it it doesn't help them and it's made matters worse. Same thing with hydrodistension. For most people, that hasn't worked for them. So there's no cures. I mean, that's the frustrating part. And there's no doctors that really take the time to find out deeper into a solution. They're just so quick to push pills and pills on you, drugs and drugs. You know, they, they don't look into anything else. So what I decided to do on my own is I stopped taking all the drugs that were prescribed to me um, because they were only giving me more side effects. And so um, I was still getting flares. The only thing, like I said, that worked was the amitriptyline, um, but it made me very groggy. And, and who wants to work full-time in a fog like that. So I just don't like that feeling. I don't do well with prescription drugs. Um, any side effect that they, they say is gonna happen does happen to me. Um, so what I did is I decided that I was gonna seek alternative health. So I started on November 15th. It's very drastic measures. Um, I'm a person that's addicted to sugar. I I love my sweets. I also like to drink a lot of coffee, which I'm sure if you have IC, that's bad for you, Um, which I shouldn't have been doing, but I did. So I I sought help at an alternative health clinic. Um, I have one-on-one counseling. I go weekly. I take about 15 supplements a day for all different things. I had a a study done on me prior to this. Um, My sleep is a big issue. I'm not a good sleeper because I have to get up during the night and I just can't get into a good sleep. And when I do get into a sleep, I get awoken to go to the bathroom and then I have a hard time falling back to sleep. So I'm lucky if I can get four hours of good sleep a night, which isn't good for someone who's driving on the road for a living but I do the best I can with that. So I take the 15 supplements a day. Um, I was overweight prior to doing this alternative health because I was kind of depressed. So I was in a depression, not able to work out because I don't feel good. And when you don't sleep every day, you get exhausted. So it's very hard to concentrate on what you look like and working out and then having a flare on top of it It was just a whole variety of different things that um, were going wrong with my body. So I I started going to this alternative health. I see them weekly. They call me daily. I keep a log of all the foods that I eat. It's very difficult because what they determine is wrong with me. And I'm not saying that this is the answer to IC. But for me, it might be the answer. I'm not sure. It's drastic measures. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody unless they're at wit's end like I was and want to try something 
that might make them better and it doesn't involve drugs. So what I have been doing is been documenting everything I eat. I no longer have any food that has sugar in it. And what I mean by this is no, no food that comes out of a box, anything that has a form of sugar in it. And you'd be surprised at how many things do. So there's not very many foods I can eat because of this reason. Everything contains sugar. Even things you wouldn't think contain sugar, contain sugar. So I'm talking yogurt, I'm talking cheese, I'm talking everything in this world has some form of sugar in it. So now I'm not gluten-free because I would consider gluten-free to be a treat. I am candida-free diet, which if you're on a candida-free diet, it means that you cannot have any sugar, you can ha have any coffee, you can ha have any tea. It's brown rice pasta, brown rice, it's vegetables, it's no, sugar, no, no um, fruits, which contain sugar, because you have to rid yourself of sugar in your body. What, is, what has happened to my body is all these years of taking antibiotics um, has not helped. I have candida yeast in my body, which everybody has some form of this yeast in their body. But for some people who already have um, a problem, this candida host takes over your body and it's very hard to um, get rid of colds. It's very hard to, um, your immune system is low. So you get sick in other ways. So for me, I got IC probably from this because the virus is in my system. It's been in my system for many years. And when you have candida yeast in your system, it feeds on sugar. So every time I would have anything with sugar, it would multiply on inside of me. So I'm filled with candida yeast, very bad now, to the point where I, if I didn't get help, I don't know what would have happened to me. So um, that's where I stand with what I'm doing. I've already put in my first month. They told me um, I need to be on a candida-free diet for the next three months. So my my time will be up the middle of February, which means I have to suffer through the holidays when I go to all these parties and everybody's eating all this good food and enjoying the holidays and eating their cakes and and having their cocktails. I have to just watch everybody. But my the man that I spoke to at this alternative health place is very positive and he said, look at it, that I'm gonna get better and that I'm doing something for myself and in, in the scheme of things, in doing all of this, um, it's going to help me lose weight. I've already lost 13 pounds at the first month. Not that I'm severely overweight, but I was overweight. I have about, I probably have about 17 more to go. And just through this diet alone, I probably will lose the rest of the weight. But it has to be a way of life for me. So after February, they're going to reevaluate where I stand and how I'm feeling. And then I'll be on maintenance. Um, and I probably won't have to go there every week. But um, maintenance, I won't have to take as many supplements, I'm hoping. And I'm hoping that um, my IC is forever gone. And to go through this whole process and not take sugar or coffee... For three months, I'm not going to just go back to the way I was eating. So I, I, 
if this works for me, it will be a way of life. But I'm still, once in a while, on occasion, maybe once or twice a week, I'm going to have beef. I'm going to have a cup of coffee, just in moderation. But I'm, I'm going to probably just do that twice a week. And the rest of the week, I'm going to do the candida-free diet and just change my way of eating forever if this works. Because you get to a point when you have IC where you'll do whatever you have to do to get rid of this IC beast. And this is where I stand with this. I just want to get better. If I have to give up the foods I like, so be it. I just want to feel better. And I want to get out of a depression over this this I see that I deal with. And nobody knows what I deal with. I just want to be better so I can be better on the inside as well as the outside. I might appear like I'm I'm a normal person, but inside I'm not. My body is is in pain often. So since I've been doing this, I've been IC free since November 15th. Praise be to God for that. Um, I swear it's my diet, um, but time will tell. And I guess the good thing is that I'm going to go through the holidays and I won't have to worry about gaining weight. If anything, I'll probably lose weight because I'm not eating the way I, I was eating. So like my counselor says, you have to look at the positives in this, and that is the positive. And I'm not telling everybody that's listening to this podcast that this is the answer, but for me, maybe it is the answer. Um, and I'm just hoping that together we can support each other in dealing with interstitial cystitis because you can't go through this alone. It's good to have others to talk to. And even if you're married and you have a spouse, Often he doesn't understand what you're going through. And right now my spouse is having a hard time understanding why I would even want to do this candida-free diet. But that's how much I'm suffering, and I'll do what I have to do to get better. I just want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm going to do more podcasts. I'm going to talk about IC openly, and I'm going to hope to be able to help some people who are just as frustrated as I am with this beast. But just know this, that there's no cure for IC, but together we are IC warriors who battle this beast every day and may look good on the outside, but on the inside, we just want to, we just want to die. We just want to cry and just know that, that I have you in my prayers and I just want this to be over for all of us. I want a cure to be found for this disease because it's very difficult and no one should suffer for so many years with this disease where they can't come up with a cure. I hope you enjoyed listening to this and just let's pray together that we no longer have to suffer with this disease, that they find a cure. God bless. Love you all.